the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. Greetings and welcome to this episode of Aviation TV is Connected. I'm your host, David Danto, uh, welcoming you to CES 2019. Um, always a very interesting and exciting show. Uh, this year, uh, uh, much higher security than we've had in years past with uh, not only the bag checks, but also metal detectors, um, double and triple checks. Of course, they're giving out the... Uh, the clear plastic bags that they want everybody to use so you can see through it. Um, it's interesting so far, this is only day two of the press events, but I'm seeing what appears to be less people and less crowds than in years past. The lines are shorter, there's room inside, inside some of the press rooms. I'm not sure if that's going to be a standard that I see throughout the show, but right now it's seeming like there are less people. Um, I just got out of the LG press conference, and I'm going to play you some of that information. Uh, they're certainly improving their AI and improving their partnerships. Now they're going to be uh, compatible with uh, both uh, Google Assistant and Amazon Alexa, um, as well as Apple TV. Uh, and uh, they've also uh, finally productized and introduced their roll-up uh, flat OLED that rolls up into its own box. So uh, lots of interesting things to share with you on this episode. Hope you'll enjoy it. Um, by all means, stay with us, and uh, thanks very much. All right, here we are at the LoomCube booth at CES, and uh, uh, for LoomCube was founded four years ago with an, a compact LED light that was meant for videographers and photographers to take studio quality light into the field. Four years later, we've launched the LoomCube Air VC. The LoomCube Air VC, and uh, the, this product is smaller and lighter, still has over a thousand lumens, and uh, is has a, a, a suction cup mount that allows you to attach it to any of the devices that you might use. Uh, we all use Zoom, Skype, Google Hangouts, the Facebook portal, any sort of video conferencing to communicate today, and it works really well. But the thing that isn't there is a good, consistent, broadcast quality light. So the LoomCube Air allows you to bring that kind of light quality to a mobile application or a desktop application. Uh, it has a lithium battery inside, so it can work from, from uh, in a mobile application, or it can be plugged into the laptop or your, or your uh, uh, 110 outlet. Is it available, and how much? It's available today. Uh, it is $79.95. You get the entire kit here. It includes the light, the mount, and two diffusers. Uh, in one week, we'll be making an announcement with a global partner, and it'll be available worldwide. Where do people get more information? Uh, you can get more information at loomcube.com.
The weather looks nice. Hey, Google. Ask LG to turn off the air purifier. Okay, the air purifier is turned off. By the way, the dust levels outside may increase in three hours. Would you like to turn it back on then? Yes, please. program I watched yesterday. Which channel was it? Channel number nine. Channel up. What channel did I watch yesterday at this time? Channel up.
Hi, I'm Leonard van der Ziel, the founder of Travis, and next to me is... I'm Keaton McCullough, I am head of PR for Travis. Are we really happy to be back here at CES after uh, last year's uh, big announcement, a big uh, presentation of our Travis One product. And we are here to actually uh, show, show uh, the Travis Touch, a brand new uh, uh, product. Um, let me first tell you a little bit more about what our, what our company is about. So we are uh, a Dutch company uh, from, from Holland. Um, and we are all about bridging language barriers. That's our bigger mission. And we are making technology to actually facilitate bilingual conversations. And um, we made our own device, our own hardware and our own software, because we believe that that's the best way to, to do that. Um, we have more than 100 languages inside. So it's voice to voice. To voice. Um, I can do a little demo. Goedemorgen. We hebben het heel erg naar ons zin. So you, yeah, you can just um, uh, voice to voice translate more than 100 languages. Very handy if you travel or if you do um, uh, business in, in in other countries. Uh, we have also something other um, that is that something else that's very interesting. Uh, we hope um, that's the teacher function. So now you know can you cannot only just talk with people but also improve your yeah your um, your, your 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 language learning, yeah, to become more multi uh, multilingual. Uh, I can also give a brief demonstration of of, uh, of that. So it's now uh, set English to French. Uh, let me do a demo. Um, hi, how are you doing? Salut, comment vas-tu? Salut, comment vas-tu? So, my French is a bit rusty, but it got it. And uh, so I, I, can, I can improve my French or my Spanish uh, just when I'm on my own. So uh, that's something new that we, uh, we, we put in. And um, yeah, what else? We uh, are still progressing with our social impact. So we have our own... Travis Foundation, which is being used to uh, digitize um, lesser resource languages uh, like uh, Tigrinya, the language of Eritrea in Africa. And we are, um, yeah, we are well underway to, to digitize that language and to open up um, uh, digitized translation for more people. Um, if people want more information, then they should go to travistranslator.com where they can find all the um, uh, information on uh, of our product, our team, uh, and also yeah, order order the device. We have this uh, CES discount going on, um, so yeah, be, be quick and um, uh, be one of the people that can travel anywhere and talk with uh, with everyone. The price point right now is uh, uh, one nine nine US dollars, so it's a uh, fifty dollars uh, off the standard retail price uh, for this uh, this CES period. So. Um, uh, we, we highly recommend to, to order it. We can also go to uh, Amazon. We are at uh, Amazon. And uh, looking at Keaton, is there anything you would like to add? Anything I, I, I missed? I Basically, Travis is starting a global movement. We want to make sure that everybody can communicate, can connect. And that's our main mission. We think it's important and everyone else should too.
Hey everyone, my name is Kevin Oranya. I'm the founder of Zoe Meat. I'm here with Nick. Um, hello, I'm Nick. I'm also the founder of uh, Zoe. Um, so Zoe Meat uh, is a communication tool that supports you during your international meetups. Uh, we developed an application and a platform that takes in multilingual voice um, audio, translates real-time what's being said to different languages, and then displays live subtitles on any screen and any device um, what's being said. Um, yeah. You want to All right. Um, so what we do is uh, we support international meetups, conferences, and events. Um, and what we do is we take multiple multiple sources of audio input from uh, APIs and actually combine the power of them all. So it's actually pretty cool. We work as an aggregator where we take the um, uh, the power of all API sources and combine them together into one application to make sure that you get the best translations and text-to-text, -text, uh, speech-to-text translations. Yeah, imagine if you work in a Japanese conference and everything is Japanese, it says nothing. You could actually pull out your phone and read the subtitles, or if you're a conference uh, organizer, show it up on the big screen. Yeah. So for us, um, actually, it's going to be used at the Holland Pavilion as well. So for those present at CES, come see us at our stand, but also come see it at the Holland Pavilion. It will be used there as well. Uh, so you can get a demo and see a live demonstration of what Zoe Meet is about. What are the commercial opportunities right now? Are you selling it? Is it available? Is yeah. it still in development? So it's uh, uh, starting from March. Starting from March, we will actually sell um, Zoe Meet as a monthly subscription. So you can translate. You can store your transcriptions. Um, get in free right now. Right now. It's free, 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 and March we start charging. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> How do people get to it? How do they find out about it? Uh, you can go to www.zoemeet.jp. Um, you can subscribe for our beta release, uh, and you'll get an extra special month of extra uh, Zoe Meet to use with full features. And what's the pricing generally in your mind? Um, it's $19 per month for the professional version, and then we have an enterprise version that is packed with more AI features that uh, is about $49 per month. One last question. Are you guys interested in developing this as an API or as something that can be embedded in, in collaboration? Mm -hmm. Very good question. <laughs> Very good question. Good question. So by, uh, by March, we will release some new news uh, that is based around this. Well, we <laughs> are working on uh, an API and we're working on going into the online yeah. world. So um, follow us on social media and make sure that you uh, keep posted on what we're doing and the development process. What are you on social media? Zoe Meet. Z-O-I-M-E-E-T, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Hi folks, we're here at Pepcom. My name is Jordan Teal from Plantronics, and I'm here to talk to you a little, about, a little bit about our recent products that we have launched. The first one is the Backbeat Fit 3100. What this product is built for, it's a truly wireless product built for outdoor sport. So um, if you're going for a run, it does have these always aware ear tips that you can use. What these ear tips do is they allow you to hear your surroundings while you're running. For example, if a taxi is coming up behind you and you're running, you're going to be able to hear that taxi behind you and jump out of the way. It has the around the ear, ear loop to make sure that it's extremely stable on your ear, um, as well as a simplified user, user interface, which is just a touch interface, and that can be customized through the Backbeat app. This is our hero product that we recently launched that retails for $149. that can be found at all your major retail products. In addition to that, 
We also launched the Backbeat Fit 2100 here, which is essentially that product with a behind the neck band at a much more approachable price point at $99. It has the simplified user experience with the touch sensors and the open ear face um, as well. In addition to that, we still have our great product on the enterprise side with the Voyager 8200. This product has multiple levels of ANC. It has smart sensors to know when it's on and off your head. It has four microphones to really enhance your speech um, while you're on your phone calls, and it also has that advanced ANC to make sure you're blocking out noise. Um, and you can see as it's boomless. So you have the two grills right there with two microphones in each one. And what those do is they're beam forming to really make sure that they're capturing your voice and uh, taking away all the, other, all the other sound around you. So this is the Voyager 8200, which retails for 379, um, and it can be found on our website as well. In addition to all those products, we also have one more, which is the Backbeat Go 410. What this product does is it's a very discreet product that can be worn around the city. Um, if you're walking in and out of uh, you know, your work, it goes right around your neck. Um, it has active noise canceling into the headphones, and it has magnetic sensors as well right here. And what the magnetic sensors do is it prevents it from twingling all around, and it also disconnects Bluetooth and uh, turns off ANC while it's connected to preserve battery life. Uh, these retail for $129, and they're really great for planes um, and any use case where you want to block out noise, and you can also communicate through the boom on here as well. I assume it's available everywhere, all All of our products are available everywhere in all channels, um, and it can also be found on our website if needed. Um, once again, this is our biggest launch as a company um, from the consumer side that we've done, and I'm really excited to show, and I hope you guys like all these products. Hi. So we're Klexoon. We radically improve teamwork efficiency. We're currently in 120 countries with a million users. Uh, we're called a meeting revolution. Um, when, I, when we talk about meeting efficiency, um, uh, there are a lot of issues currently in the space. Uh, when people use Klaxoon, they get 100% participation, they get four times more decision making, and their meeting times are cut in half. Um, Klaxoon uh, uh, has won C C uh, CS Innovation Awards before. Uh, we're here uh, for the fourth year in a row at CES. And CES is an important moment for us. Uh, we will always make major announcements at CES, and this year is no difference. Uh, we're announcing Klaxoon 3. Uh, we can see behind me uh, Klaxoon 3, which uh, the brainstorm feature, which is the most powerful brainstorm on the market. Uh, you can see it's a digital whiteboard. Uh, people can send post-its, they can share ideas. Uh, we talk about visual management, we talk about agile work methods. Uh, people are really changing how they're doing meetings. With Klaxoon, there's over 20 different activities, so you can see the brainstorm. But we've also lost, launched uh, questions, Klaxoon questions, which is the simplest and the easiest way uh, for to ask questions to your team. Uh, you could send them to them uh, via email, via social media, but also uh, via Klaxoon. So uh, visit our website, klaxoon.com, uh, for, for more information. And uh, there's also a free trial that they can begin uh, today. So here we are at the Pepcom Digital Experience at CES 2019, and I'm uh, um, uh, pleased to have a couple of, uh, is it right to say AV tweeps? Should we say that, that uh, way? Um, uh, honorary AV tweep. Honorary, yeah, maybe, okay. Well, Adrian Cotterill is with me, who uh, uh, runs the Daily DOO, right? Yeah, That's the Daily uh, Do. Daily Do, okay. And uh, um, we're, uh, we're taking a look at uh, uh, the digital experience here, looking at some technology. Adrian's been setting up in the hall. What are you expecting to see at CES this year? What are the bigger themes you're thinking about? Well, that's a good question, and it, it opens up. Do you want me to hold that for you? Sure. It's a, uh, what are we expecting to see? Well, we do CES every two years, 
and that's something that a good friend of ours told us many years ago. So we come every other year uh, just to see what, what is sort of happening. I'm not convinced about CES from an AV perspective all the time. I mean, you walk the halls and there's, I, I probably have more negatives about CES than positives for the AV industry. And you know, our specialty is, is out of home, advertising, billboards, digital out of home, etc. Um, we, we cover smart cities a little bit as well. You know, you'd have to hunt through every single hall to find something as of interest to you if you're a specialist. Even if you're a retailer, what would you look for? Where would you go? What hall do you go to? So that really is the big issue with CES. It's, it's, it's got too big, but there's no sense to what's in a hall. At least when you go to Infocom, it's pretty much spread. If you want to talk about microphones, you know where to go. If you want to talk about screens, you know where to go. You know, you can always find the big people, the LGs, the Samsungs, the Sonys. And I guess that's why there is an AV interest in the show. But you take the hall. We, we've, got a, we've got a broadcast set, uh, thanks to Stampede Global, in the convention center South Hall. And to get to it, you have to go through lots of drones. Well, Stampede have a big business in drones, so that's not a problem for them. But beyond us, there's a couple of really interesting face technology companies and a couple of Chinese companies doing retail. But I don't think any retailers who get to LVCC would go all the way to the back of the South Hall. We're in Hall 2, which is the very end of it. Once you get to drones, you're going to stop and turn around and think, what sort of show I'm in? And I had an AV conversation uh, on Sunday with a number of the people who do the AV and the AM stuff, the Chris Neto's um, thing that he does on Sundays. And they were talking about the show, and is it worthwhile coming? If you turn up at the monorail here at the convention center, you think you've gone to a car show. So there's so much going on. So I haven't answered your question. I've just been rather negative a little bit. No, I mean, fair. there's some great stuff. I mean, the, the thing that Samsung announced yesterday with their new um, micro LED stuff seems to be pushing things along. Obviously, there's an AV interest in the LG rollable OLED stuff. Nobody talks about how expensive it is. And I know for you AV tweets, I'm, o I'm only an honorary AV tweet because I don't understand most of what you talk about. I'll probably understand maybe 10%. But if you're into cameras and phones and you know microphones and um, click share type products and things, there's lots for you here. But you have to hunt them down. Well, I, I would agree with you that the show's gotten too big. And it's a conversation I've actually had with the, you know, the CTA staff recently that it could be broken down into two or three or four shows of different interest. But what's happening and... and only the most astute people will realize it, is that whether we're talking about the connected car, or we're talking about 5G, or we're talking about artificial intelligence, or virtual reality, we're talking about the same thing. Right. All of these technologies are converging in ways that nobody that ever really true. imagined, and with consumerization. So that's really yeah. the bend. You pick up here that 18-month look ahead yeah. about what's going to go on in all of technology. You know, Are there any highlights that, that you want to see? I mean, you're going to be doing a lot of interviewing, but yeah. when you walk around, what are you looking for? Well. Yeah, I guess, I mean, for my readers on Daily Do, the thing that we we have to do is try and find those companies that would be interested to interesting to like, a billboard business. So that's one of the things. That's a very small part of the show. We're, the way we set up CES uh, this year with Stampede is we're interviewing in the afternoon. So we interview from 2 o'clock onwards until the end of the show, which leaves us with the mornings and lunchtime to do other bits and pieces. Two years ago, when Andrew, my business partner, and I were here, we astutely walked every inch of the show, including Eureka Park. And in the middle of Eureka Park two, two years ago, we found a, a, a recycle bin company, solar compacting, all sorts of bits and pieces. And oh, we're being hold it. We're being joined by uh, by Caitlin. 
Say hi, Caitlin. Hi, how's it going? Not bad. Let, let me have the... Oh, sorry. So, hello, Caitlin. Caitlin's brought some wine from Plumtronics as well. No, of course not. That's okay, you can drink the wine. <laughs> grape juice. It's grape yeah. juice. Finish your point and so, then So, we were just doing... So, we found a recycling bin company, which is quite... Oh, sorry, which was quite interesting. So, I, I think we need to find those companies. There was um, a couple of companies today doing transportation and smart city stuff. We'll find those, we'll talk to them, and then we'll, we'll write about them. So that's what I'm really looking for from a billboard perspective. The rest of the stuff is interesting as I'm both a consumer and an amateur AV tweep. And we enjoy it. So, so this is Caitlin Orsini from Plantronics. Did I say your last name correctly? You got it. There you go. Caitlin has the honor of actually being at her first CES. Wow. And she was at her first Infocom this year. Wow. And, and everybody loved her, right? You, 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 did, you did the tweet up this year? So, so we were talking a little bit about themes and what we expect to see. And the point that I was just making was that all of these technologies are coming together in a way they've never come together before, whether it's AI or voice first or 5G or Bluetooth or any other things. What are you expecting to see here? Why are you here? And what, what are the themes that you're thinking of? Okay. So yeah, no. I think one of the big things for me is is the integration of all the. Like you said, there's there's the different components and then integrating it into a product. So for me, I'm looking for what product, like what problem is their product trying to solve? Because I know that we're at CES and it's all about technology. But I was on a panel for augmented reality. And we talked about how consumers aren't going to say like, oh, I'm going to buy, I'm going to go out and buy augmented reality. That's not what they do. They play a game they don't even realize is augmented reality. So what I'm looking for is uh, that problem that someone's trying to solve and with the technology, it, you, sort of invisible, right? You don't even know what's behind it. Can I, can I ask, let me ask you a question then. As the first time attending at CES, and even a little bit with Infocom, how do you go about finding anything? So you come to the show, Infocom is Twitter. pretty large. I follow David. I follow David. That's the answer I think we all wanted. But no, how do you, how do you go about finding things? Uh, you know, I'm here with a, a group from Plantronics that include other technical people. Um, they're on their way here, right? So the real show starts on Tuesday. So it's a mix of uh, what we've seen before. And I get articles on a daily basis of like, go check this out. Go figure Hourly this out. Yeah. Email. The email, it, yeah, no, and I, so it's great. I think it is a bit word of mouth. Um, and then it's also like people like David who tweet about things and you're like, go check that out. So um, I think this, I've never been to this part. I think this is like David said, this is this is well, the best bang for your buck. We're, the Pepcom people, if they watch this, need to realize that we're only here because of David, who was the most insistent person saying, you need to come, you need to come, you need to come. And I don't think I would have come unless a trusted, somebody I trusted, a trusted expert, had said to me, it's a good thing to do. Yeah. I mean, if not being rude, but if a, if a supplier or vendor just said, oh, you need to go along, you know, to, to, I probably wouldn't have come. Well, look, the interesting thing about, you know, and I, and I do want to give a plug for the Pepcom people, because what they do is really terrific. This is what a trade show should be. There are no big booths. Every booth is the same size. There are no signs. In fact, I hate it because half the people you walk by, you can't tell what they're selling. But you walk to, and you speak to the owner of the company, yep. and you can get the products, and in many cases, there are samples. Yep. And this is really what you come for. The bigger trade show, you know, it's booth and bluster and wandering around and all kinds of other crazy stuff. Although I will tell you that I found out John Deere is here as an exhibitor and they brought farm equipment. So I don't know if farm, yeah, I don't think that would fit in this room. But anyways, that's not a try before you buy it. So in the John Deere are in the South Hall, uh, South Hall 1, lower level. Um, 
and they've got, it's all about AI and, and agriculture, and they've got a big green and yellow combine harvester in their stand. It's, it's pretty impressive. With some projection, I think, in front of it, which wasn't running when I saw setup, but that's the way it works. So you should go and see that one. No, the Pepcom thing's interesting because we've been pulled into a number of stands by you know, lovely young men and women. As you walk past, they look at your badge and you can see, and they will approach you and they will bring you onto the stand, or the, the, their booth, if you like, which we like. When you go to the big shows, there's too many people who don't want to be there, and they're all, they're, their heads are in their mobile phones. Well, you'll see, Here you have to work at it. You'll see that tomorrow when the actual CES show opens up. You, you, you don't get the same quality of attendees that you get here with media and analysts. You know, this is probably, if I were to guess it, close to my 20th CES. I used to try and do the whole show. I've given that up for about 10 years. The reality is, unless you're coming with a team of, of eight or 10 people and dividing it, you're just skimming, you're making some appointments, yeah. you're trying to see what you can see. You know, it's the story of the, you know, the three blind men and the elephant. You'll see a different part of the show, you, you know, it won't even be the same as somebody else, but I still find it worth it for their larger themes. So last words, and then we'll stop this so that we make sure that uh, okay. everybody can get on with the rest of the show. Um, uh, what are you looking most forward to over the next few days? Uh, well, we've got four days of show. We're here until Friday. We're interviewing some interesting media analysts uh, on, our, on the Stampede stand. So I'm also going to be learning a lot more about drones, which is a big part of Stampede's business as well. Uh, you sneer, but it's a, it's a nice consumer type thing. Uh, I will go and see the, the micro LED stuff from Samsung. I'll go and see the LG OLED stuff, which I guess everybody wants to go and see. Um, so, sorry? You'll see a canyon of OLED. They're all, they're okay. Yeah, so it'll be the standard Infocom stand. And then I'm sure we'll find a couple of gems that we're right about. I'm sure we will. There's a lot of really good Chinese companies here. I think they struggle in get themselves noticed. Sometimes I think they choose the wrong show to go to. Um, there's lots and lots of people here. And you look at their stands and you think, you should be in New York. This is, you, you're, you're, you should be at NRF, the National Retail Federation stuff. Your target audience is retailers. And retailers won't find you here at CES. But there's a lot of great technology. They just lack a way to get noticed. And that's why I asked you one of the questions about how do you find it? Because I, I don't think anybody's really cracked that. I mean, we all, we all live on Twitter and we all have that stuff. But Twitter, remember, is an English language social media network. So none of the Chinese or the Japanese, Korean, Taiwanese companies are necessarily on that following you. And they're not driving traffic to their booths from that. But we'll find some gems. That's what media analysts like David and journalists like myself should do. So that's what I'm looking forward to. What about you, Kate? Well, obviously, I'm going to go visit our products that live in the Alexa booth. Uh, I kind of want to, they're in the Alexa area in the Venetian. And I kind of want to run in there and just really like shout as loud as I can, like, Alexa, and see how many devices respond. But I'm pretty sure they're on mute. Um, and I'm also, I got a pro tip of just carve out time to, to walk the floor. So I think a lot of people that attend have meetings stacked up back to back to back. Um, and so as a technologist, it's just going and being surprised by what you see um, and impressed Your at the display. I know, I, well, I had a pro tip. Actually, I have a really special escort. Hopefully, if he, I don't know if he's watching, but Joe said he, would, he might take me around. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta find the people who are pros and like yourself and, and take their advice, so. That's terrific. Guys, thank you for joining me. I think it's going to be a terrific show. And um, thanks for watching. We'll, uh, and hats off to Pepcom. Great event. Yeah. Really good event. Take care, guys. Hello, David. Steven Tan, uh, you know, general manager, Unistex. Nice to meet you, sir. Just tell us about the product. 
So right now we are, we are showing uh, the Atari Pong uh, series of line. We have brought three different type of products to, to the CES show. Two of them are coin operated, okay, ready to, to, you know, to earn revenue with this fabulous product. We also brought our consumer coffee table you know, for the second show. When we show it for the first year, it was a prototype. But uh, this show right now, uh, we started shipping six months ago and we've done about 1,800 units worldwide already. Welcome to CES 2019. I'm Claude Schmidt, Director of Marketing for Clear Inc. And if you haven't heard about us, we're a performance audio brand that delivers not only impeccable audio performance, but also products that deliver really cool value adds. And uh, what do we mean by products? Well, we've got headphones, we've got over-the-ear headphones, such as our Audiophile Next, which is a really sweet listening experience with our ironless driver technology. Um, we have our Bluetooth noise-canceling headphones that are impressive. They go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the QC35 and also the Sony product um, for noise-free listening on the go, traveling, commuting. Uh, big sound at home or even at work. We have in-ear product delivering up to 10 hours of battery life just for the earbuds alone. The Ally Plus right here ha also features Google Assistant. Um, so a nice little twist there. Sports devices with uh, voice service built in. Noise canceling. This is our Halo Next speaker. This is a really cool device. It doesn't shut out the world in the sense you can wear this around your neck very, very comfortably and it beam forms, beam forms the audio straight to your ears for a really personal and immersive listening experience. That also is optimized for voice service. The Stage, which is a really, really cool device. It's a portable Bluetooth speaker. Yes, I know what it is, but at the same time, this delivers shockproof IPX7 performance anywhere and up to 12 hours of battery life with always-on Alexa voice service. So up until this product uh, was launched, actually, all Alexa devices basically plugged into the wall. And the few that are out there that are battery-operated deliver far less battery life than 12 hours. So yeah, really, really cool speaker. And at the same time, you can mute uh, Alexa, so you can have it for tap to ask or you can mute it completely, so complete privacy and nobody's listening at that point. A really, really cool product, and this is 129 price point. And then, you know, this is what happens when you go to high school and you grow up. This is a space. This is a home-based speaker. This is also based on Alexa Voice service. Uh, with a 7.1 halo of speakers, actually seven drivers with one base radiator on the bottom for really rich, full sound reproduction. So you can find out more about Clear at www.clear.us and in social media at Clear Sound.
Hi everybody, this is Eric. I'm VP of Business Development at Mycroft AI. We're here at CES showing off the Mycroft AI voice assistant and the Mark II smart speaker. The Mark II smart speaker is a great consumer alternative for Amazon Echo and Google Home, but the Mycroft AI voice assistant is an excellent option for enterprises and corporations who want a voice assistant technology in their corporate spaces, but they don't want to let those sorts of interactions outside of their firewall. The Mycroft uh, ecosystem can be deployed entirely on-prem um, from the front-end endpoints uh, where the microphone lives to the back-end account management. It can all exist on uh, within a corporate firewall in a local data center or on a private cloud, uh, meaning that things like you know corporate conference rooms can have room control, turn up the lights, bring down the projector, you know, switch to HDMI 4, but without having any of that, leave your corporate campus. Mycroft's big bend is privacy. We want everyone to know that you can have a great voice experience without being tied to a third party's cloud. And that's what we're bringing to the world with Mycroft. People can go to mycroft.ai. We're also on Twitter at mycroft underscore AI. Uh, the, the software is uh, open source software in beta. It's out on our GitHub right now. You can pull it down on Linux desktop or Raspberry Pi uh, and try it out. The production release will be coming in a couple of months and that'll be available on the Mark II smart speaker, Raspberry Pi, um, and other platforms soon. All right, I'm uh, Lowell Meisner and I'm here with Swidget. And what Swidget is, it is a new modular smart outlet. And so what we've done is we've taken a standard Decora style outlet and we've uh, done a little bit of magic with it. And the magic that we've done with it is we've actually enabled um, you to install very specific functional inserts into your actual outlet itself. So what you can actually do is you can take this regular outlet and convert it into a smart outlet. And because it's modular, it actually will be, you'll be able to configure it however you like with whatever wireless technology you like. Like for example, we've right now got Wi-Fi versions of this, we've got uh, Z-Wave versions of this, and not only can we actually um, uh, do all the different wireless technologies behind that, but we can also add all kinds of fun technologies to that as well. We can add video cameras. We can add motion detection if you like security behind things. We can also take that same control and we can add other features. So you can have the ability to control your outlet, but you can also then add USB charging. You can add night lights. You can add emergency lights. All this is to basically try to declutter your life. And so basically it's taking out all the wall warts that everybody is very familiar with and actually embedding everything within the device. When will it be available and uh, where will people find out more information? You'll be able to find out more information on uh, our website, www.swidget.com, S-W-I-D-G-E-T.com. And uh, we'll have our first inventory this quarter, in 2019. Rough guide of pricing, order value? So the base outlet's gonna be $39.99. And depending on the type of features that you would want to add with that, it could be anywhere from $599 from a for a basic USB charger up to another $29.99 for some Wi-Fi control. Hey everybody, greetings from CES Day 2. I'm here at the Sands Expo Center and covering some suites at the Venetian today as well. Um, what I've been hearing from other media and analysts at the show is that it seems to be very repetitive this year. There aren't that many new stories, that many new booths. People are wandering a very long time to find that one hidden gem um, and that, uh, that, that outstanding thing that they find. So they're here, but they're fewer and far between. Um, it's also much more crowded uh, than, the, than the press conference days were. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to head into the halls and see if I can find any gems and see what, uh, what today will bring.
we can go yeah, with it. I'll have to look and see. I don't know. My doctor's pretty good about that stuff, so I'll have to look and see. Yeah. But I don't know, you know. The problem is, of course, is you're kind of stuck with yeah. what your insurance is going to pay for to the you know, for the extent. Yeah. They're, they're expensive enough, right? Yeah. So. If, you have, if you have insurance, there's no upcharge, so you'll be your regular, obviously, prescription, then if you wanted AR, then that would be an added one. Right. But okay. if you don't even get AR, you'd have it built into the lens. Thank you very much. Um, that's Hi, this is Mike Volpe with IO Gear, the marketing manager, uh, here with Alan. I'm Alan Sarutanon. I'm also with IO Gear. Thank you for uh, visiting our booth. So we're here featuring the ultra-fast 60 gigahertz 4K wireless extender. Uh, this is a uh, latest and greatest. We actually won our uh, CES Innovation uh, Award for this year uh, with this product. Uh, it is a 4K wireless extender that provides a, on a dedicated 60 gigahertz band, a 4K uncompressed uh, wireless signal with a near zero latency. HDMI in, HDMI out? Yes. Yes, yes HDMI in and HDMI out. <laughs> uh, it's a plug and play product that uh, automatically syncs with itself and has the option to be powered via the a, uh, AC adapter or USB-C through the various devices including your television and the fake uh, 4K uh, source. Uh, so 60 feet line of sight. Uh, one of the neat features is you can affect it but it's nearly instantaneous to fix it. So it has to be line of sight. Has to be line of sight within reason. It can be in the same room uh, because, you know, 60 gigahertz technology bounces around the wall. So, so price and availability? So it'll be available Q1 of 2019, and we're looking at a $249.99 MSRP. Where can people get more information? Uh, you can find more information at www.iogear.com. So that's it for another CES, CES 2019. Um, again, a show with more concept than product. Um, a little bit underwhelming in some of the areas, but certainly with some stars and bright spots that I could share with you. Uh, for AV Nation TV and the IMCCA, this is David Danto. Thanks for watching Connected, and I'll see you the next time. <laughs>